Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to the good, the bad, the ugly of real estate. I am your host, Rebecca Yusan. It is the weekend here, but we are still going strong with our podcast. However, I was struggling a little bit today to get started with it. I decided I got up this morning, I laid on the couch for a while and watched some trashy reality TV, and then I decided I was going to go to the mall and buy a dress, and then I found all these other things that I could do that just sounded much more fun than working. (laughs) And that's a normal thing, especially on the weekend. When you've been putting so much time into something, every now and then you have to allow yourself to have a break. All right. So today I wanted to talk about procrastination because that's pretty much what I was doing today. I was procrastinating. But in my situation, I don't feel like it was such a bad thing. I work from home. Sometimes I just need to get out all by myself, not talk to anyone, and just do the things that I like to do for me, which today included getting a cup of Starbucks coffee and just going to the mall and some of my favorite stores and just looking around. I really didn't get a whole lot of things, but I just had some fun, picked up some gifts for people and just did things that I enjoy and stretched my legs a little bit and enjoyed the Florida sunshine. But I really want to talk about procrastination today because I do believe it affects all of us in some way, whether you like it or not, you will procrastinate sometimes. And I wanted to find out why we do that. Why don't we just know what we need to do and just get it done? Wouldn't we all just want to be better at that? Let's just do them so then we can go have some fun. But sometimes it's just harder than others to get to the list. So I actually found an article that was interesting. It was on a website by Mass General Brigham McLean. Bryman Bryman McLean. It was an interesting article, just basically, why do people procrastinate? Why does it happen? Most of us procrastinate and assume it's normal behavior, but sometimes putting it off can point to a larger issue. Ooh. (laughs) I want to talk about some of the things that they said. Uh, They said it's easy to be hard on yourself when you delay tasks. And I think a lot of us were A personalities. We beat ourselves up more than anyone else would. So when we procrastinate, we we let ourselves have it. (laughs) But we can procrastinate in our home and our workplace. But do we always deserve to be beat up like we do? Or as they said again, or do we need to beat ourselves up or is procrastination something more serious? So experts believe that procrastination is a self-defeating behavior pattern marked by short-term benefits and long-term costs. People who procrastinate tend to have high levels of anxiety as well as poor impulse control. 
that sounds a lot like real estate agents. <laughs> we all have a lot of anxiety because it's so up and down, round and round. But I, I don't know that we have poor impulse control, but some of us probably do. Sometimes when you're under a lot of stress, you can be impulsive and maybe say and do things that you regret later. So I do believe that's a thing. But people who procrastinate experience more stress and they tend to delay treatment of the procrastination if it's needed. And this can just create a cycle of poor health just for putting things off. So your procrastination could be making you sick. But there's, there's reasons why we procrastinate. People may delay action and procrastinate with the idea that they will feel better in the short term. So yeah, that's totally true. Yeah, I always feel better in the short term when I don't have to do the things that I don't feel like doing. That always feels great. <laughs> we also may procrastinate because we think that what we are supposed to do is boring. The activity is boring. And yep, definitely, I definitely procrastinate when the activity is going to be boring. Another reason is we lack faith in our abilities. So if we sense that uh, we are not sufficient uh, to complete a task well, we are less likely to begin the task. That is true too. I recently put together a really long presentation and it took me a long time to get it done. It took me a while to get started and to actually complete it because I just didn't really know if I could do it. I couldn't even see myself giving the presentation. So that definitely gave me pause to get started. We can also procrastinate because we have a fear of the outcome. We are afraid of a diagnosis. So like that was the example. You might not go to the doctor because you're afraid of what the doctor might say. <laughs> or you might procrastinate because you're afraid of what the outcome might be. So that's weird. We want to get things done, but we're afraid that the result of finishing this task might be negative. And that all goes into a perfectionism too. If you just don't act, you don't have to worry about failure. It'll just, it won't happen because you procrastinated and put it off. You also may procrastinate out of fear of the outcome. So same thing. You're afraid that <laughs> the outcome is not going to be favorable. That's definitely a reason to procrastinate. Or you're, you have a fear of being judged or embarrassed. That's a big one. Being embarrassed, especially in front of your peers or your clients, that's the worst. And again, perfectionism can play a role in procrastination. They believe that, I should say we believe that we won't perform well. Or that will just fail altogether. Ugh. This is a big one. Distractions cause us to procrastinate. So meaning it could be your environment, the people in your environment, your family, your friends, your pets, social media, your cell phone. Those are all distractions. 
I know all of us have sat down to start a project or a task and we say, oh, let me just check my phone really quick to make sure I don't need to respond to anything before I get started. And then we end up surfing the web, going through, scrolling through our social media. And it's crazy. And you'll wake up an hour later and realize, oh, crap, I could have been done with my whole project, but I just wasted an hour scrolling for nothing. So you have to put that phone away and you have to clear your environment because and actually studies have shown that procrastination has increased in recent years because of technology. But one thing to be thankful for is they do say procrastination can be outgrown. So the older you get, the more likely you are to outgrow procrastination. And also we realize that time is valuable and short, and that makes us procrastinate less than kids would pro- procrastinate. Ugh. Researchers believe the decline as we grow is also linked to personality development changes in time perception, and increased coping skills. So we learn how to deal with procrastination. We learn how to just sit and focus. This is another big one, and this is something I preach. As we grow older, we tend to be more conscientious of the present. We stay in the present more. I don't know. I don't know how we stay in the present more than kids, but I think if you if you focus on just being here right now, you're less likely to procrastinate because you just this is this is the time, this is it. I'm going to be here, I'm going to be present, and I'm gonna knock this out. People who are good at managing their time and set realistic goals are less likely to procrastinate. Oh my gosh, this is a big one because I believe in just getting a little bit better every day. So if you start to learn how to manage your time a little bit better and that realistic goal setting, that's a big one because sometimes the project really is just too big to get done by yourself or within the time period that it needs to be done. So it's always important to make sure you have realistic expectations. Otherwise, you just might never start. But the good news is they say procrastination is not a sign of laziness. (laughs) But it can be connected to mental health challenges, which we've sort of been talking about. But procrastination could be linked to depression, anxiety, and low self-esteem. And that all makes sense. They say avoiding tasks out of fear of unpleasant outcome is a sign of anxiety. For example, when people fear a result, they may delay learning the results of a test or avoid taking a test altogether. So we avoid when we have anxiety of the outcome. People with anxiety may also struggle with perfectionism. 
So we as realtors are great planners. We plan, we plan, we plan, we aim, we aim, we aim, and we never fire. And then we just get busy and we just don't even finish it at all because we got too busy. And isn't that a thing? So especially people who say they want to start doing social media and doing more videos, they plan them and plan them and plan them instead of just saying, okay, today's the day I start recording and putting it out there. Like me in this podcast, I don't even know what I'm going to talk about every day. And I could sit and plan out for the next 30 days what I'm going to talk about. But I really want to just focus on what I'm experiencing right now in the moment. I don't know what I'm going to be experiencing 30 days from now. So if I sit and plan out the next 30 days, I may have just wasted an hour or two of my time planning something that isn't even going to be used. So I definitely, if you're planning a podcast or something like this, just, you know, when I come up with ideas, I have a folder that I write my ideas down. And when I just can't think of something, I'll go to the folder and find something that is relevant for my day. So definitely, if you're getting ideas for marketing or whatever it is, maybe your social media, write it down if you can't do it right away. But don't sit and plan out the next few months because you just never know. Like I always find I start doing something and I start doing it well and then I change it up a little bit because I've learned a little. I get in my stride. I learn how to do things better, quicker, more impactful. And so I'll change. So don't worry about planning so much. Just start acting. People with anxiety can have a tendency to feel overwhelmed, which can make it hard to even begin a task at all. When we perceive an overload of information, it can be hard to know where to begin. That is so true. Where do you begin? When I'm not sure, I just try to start somewhere, just somewhere, just maybe by reading about it. If I don't know where to start. Maybe I'll Google some things to get ideas. Well, I did write down that you must plan things out. Every night, I make a list of some important things that I need to do the next day. But that list is usually small. I have made lists that are endless, and that I'll never be able to get done. And then I don't even do the list. It's absolutely insane. So I try to just make a short list of things that I that are urgent that I get done the next day. And I just don't do anything else until that list is done. Or I try not to do anything else. And that helps me stay way more productive. But definitely being realistic. Gosh, we are, again, we are overachievers. We are type A personalities. And we can get a lot done. But you still have to be realistic. Maybe you need to start delegating some things that you just really don't enjoy doing or that are extra difficult for you. Maybe you need to find someone else to do that because did you know, well, procrastination causes, causes anxiety. If we think the task in question is not worth your time, you may find yourself struggling to accept a project and complain that's boring, has no meaning, and won't make any difference. 
if the undertaking doesn't generate a clear reward like income, it can be even harder to finish. In such situations, you may not even recognize you're struggling. Your mind may not even register that you are fearful or anxious. So if you're taking a class or learning something new and you don't understand why you need to do certain things, you just (laughs) may struggle to act. I know I've had many coaches that I didn't understand why I had to do certain things. And I didn't ask. I just tried to do it. But I didn't end up doing it because I just didn't understand. And I didn't think it was going to get me the results that I wanted. So I just didn't even start. That stinks. (laughs) Um, But one of the most common symptoms of procrastination is fear of a negative, unknown outcome. If you're fueled by anxiety already, you may feel that you are inadequate, incapable, or a failure. So sad. That failure word, we can't be afraid of failure. I get it. There is a lot to lose, but you always need to be on the up and up with your clients. So if you're procrastinating something with your clients, if you have to tell them some tough news or you did something that you shouldn't have done, you made a mistake, you just have to face it and you just have to get it over with and you just have to be honest. Honesty always wins, even though people are going to be mad at you. (laughs) It still always wins. Don't be afraid to do tasks because you're afraid of not achieving perfect results. You're never going to be perfect. But honestly, the more I learn and the more I pay for people to teach me how to do things, nothing that they do is perfect. I'm constantly finding spelling errors or just things that don't match up. I'm constantly finding those things. But that's, you know, that's a little bit weird when I'm paying for something. But it just is showing me, clearly I'm supposed to see this, Things don't have to be perfect. Just be your perfect self. And that's perfection right there. And the perfect will come out from you just being your perfect self. Try to avoid feelings that contribute to pushing back deadlines, stockpiling tasks, and getting uncomfortable with not taking action. When it comes to task-related resentment, people often feel like the system doesn't work for them. Some people grow to resent complying with rules or find them too strict when they didn't feel this way before. Ooh, I have a big problem with authority and I'm definitely good at avoiding authority. And I know a lot of realtors are like this. We would rather work 100 hours a week than have a full-time job and have that boss We can't stand a boss. And as soon as I think for one second that someone's trying to be my boss, I am out. And that might be a character flaw. (laughs) I'm working on that. But I know a lot of us feel that way. And that can make us procrastinate too. This was interesting. So procrastination's long-term effects include sleep deprivation, irregular eating patterns, and unhealthy regimens. 
So I haven't been able to sleep very well lately. I fall asleep and then I keep waking up in the middle of the night and I think something a little bit deeper. But if you can't fall asleep, you can't shut your brain off because you're procrastinated. That's tough. But I know it happens. And that's where you want to write down at the end of the day, okay, when I get up tomorrow morning, I have to do these things. I've got to get these things done before I do anything else. And that's that. Then you can hopefully relax and sleep because you know you're going to do them. So here's some tips for overcoming procrastination. Get your pen out. (laughs) Ever the task is you just have to start. Maybe you don't know how to do the task, but you need to stop analyzing it and just get to work. So depending on the task, I don't know. You just have to start. Maybe you do a little research. Maybe you do some meditation. Just something to get your head in the game and just start. Don't worry about the results. Just start. Maybe you just need to start reading. I have a class that I need to finish. I have about three hours worth of class time that I would really like to get finished today. And I've been putting it off. But all I need to do is just start. I need to just push play. And usually, I mean, I'm interested in the class and I want the results that the class is going to give me. So once I get started, I'll be fine. But probably after I finish this podcast, I'll probably put some laundry in and do a couple other things before I sit down and get started. And part of the reason for that is I want things to, I don't want distractions. Once I get started, I want to just be able to sit and focus for three hours. And I'll probably even break that down into one hour increments. So I'll work for an hour and then I'll allow myself to get up and take a break and then get back to it. And sometimes when I, I know that I'm allowed to have a break, I'll just work right through the break because I'm on a roll and I'm driving and things are going well. So I highly recommend that. Just say, I'm going to set a timer and don't put the timer next to you. Put the timer in another room. Tell your Alexa, I can't say that loud. She'll start talking to me. Tell her to set a timer for 15 minutes, 30 minutes, one hour, whatever it is. Even if it's just 15 minutes, once you get going, Just knowing you can stop in 15 minutes will get you going because you know 15 minutes goes quick and you know your break is coming. So it just makes it easier to get started. Tip number two, break the task down into small manageable chunks. Sometimes we procrastinate when we feel overwhelmed. If we've been procrastinating a specific project because it feels like it's just too much. So I'm going to break down my class. It's three classes, one hour each. So my first thing I'm going to do is just focus on the first class. I'm not even going to think about the other two classes. I'm just going to focus on the first one and get that done. And that's it. If I don't get it all done today, well, it's still going to be there tomorrow. But at least I will have started. That, That just works. Just break it down into small digestible parts. You don't have to be the hero. Just start. Just push play. Be organized. 
<laughs> people sometimes procrastinate because they overestimate how much they can achieve in a certain time frame. They may also feel overwhelmed by tasks that keep pouring in from every direction. So again, shut out distractions, make sure your environment is good. Time management can limit procrastination behaviors. Listing your tasks, prioritizing them, and scheduling deadlines can be a start. can also be helpful to designate workspaces that is conducive to being productive. And when you're in that area, your mind will say, okay, we're in our area. Kind of like a dog when you put them in their kennel, that's their home. They know when they're in their home, they sit and they stay and that's their safe place. So get a safe place that you can work and focus. So <laughs> put your freaking phone away, put your stinking phone away, put it in a drawer, put it in another room. Don't look at your email, just look at the task. When I'm doing things on my laptop, I try to shut all of the applications so I'm not distracted. When I see, oh, another email just came in, no, no, just cut the distractions. You'll get so much more done and that will feel better. Okay, number four, increase your motivation. We often let our emotions and negative thoughts get in the way of accomplishing what we need to do. We tend to avoid tasks that have been identified as lacking value. Instead of resenting a task, introduce positive thoughts. So do maybe a five-minute meditation and clear your mind, or maybe do some affirmations that you're amazing, I get so many things done quickly. That initial mindset is so important. Number five, this is so important, you guys. If you continually find yourself procrastinating, just know it is not a sign of laziness. It's not. It's simply a behavior caused by the stress in our lives or unfounded negative beliefs that we have about ourselves. If we tend to procrastinate, don't be hard on yourself. Instead, ask yourself if your behavior may be linked to fear, anxiety, ADHD, or another underlying issue. That's it. Don't be so hard on yourself. I know you all are, but just stop. Don't appreciate yourself. Allow yourself to be you. Allow yourself to fail. Because once you start doing that, the needle will move so much higher quicker. If you don't have to worry about all these things that aren't even true. So with that, that's how we're going to battle procrastination. Put those simple steps and tips into motion for this week. And you'll be so proud of yourself. And they're going to come out even better than you originally thought. So go be amazing, everyone. Go sell something super expensive. And I will see you tomorrow.